3-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time. Welcome to Educate for Life Radio and Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website's educateforlife.org. And if you're concerned about your children having a strong faith, please check out my website. That's what it's built for. I've been teaching apologetics, a defense of the Christian faith, for more than 12 years now to high school students. And I ended up putting it all online and making it available to you so that more people can get access to that information than just those who send their kids to a private Christian school. And so uh, please check it out. All kinds of great stuff on there. Uh, you know, if you've been paying attention to what's happening in education, Forbes has recently reported that homeschooling is on the rise. According to the National Center for Education Statistics, from 1999 to 2012, the number of homeschooled children more than doubled went from 850,000 to 1.8 million homeschool students. EdChoice 2017 Schooling in America survey said that while currently around 3% of students are homeschooled, around 7% of families would homeschool if they could. And one more stat here, the National Home Education Research Institute estimates the homeschool population to be currently 2.3 million and a projected growth of 2 to 8% per year. That is incredible. There is a huge change taking place in the education environment. Um, and uh, it's very important because it's, it's dramatically going to impact, I believe, our culture. And uh, really, ultimately, it's going to dramatically impact the world. My guest today is David Nunnery. He is with TeachThemDiligently.net. He's the founder of Teach Them, Teach Them Diligently Homeschool Conventions him and his wife, Leslie Nunnery. And um, David, I just want to thank you for being on the program today. Well, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Hey, tell us about, um, you know, how you came. I mean, teach them diligently. That's out of Deuteronomy chapter six. Is that right? Uh, absolutely. That's right. And uh, we uh, came up with that name. It was actually uh, on a, uh, a trip with the family. And, uh, you know, the kids were asleep in the back and Leslie and I were talking about the possibility of doing a, uh, a homeschool event. And, um, we landed on this name and it just seemed perfect to us. And, uh, the thing that we really loved about it is those verses are, um, about teaching, uh, uh your children, the law. And if, if you're a Jew, and uh, teaching your children about God and who he is, not just in a predefined, you know, hey, this hour we're going to speak about the Bible. It's all the time. It's uh, when you lie down, when you rise up, uh, when you're eating dinner, uh, when you're just uh, on a trip with your family, whatever. It's, it's, it's a part of your life, um, and, and it kind of permeates everything you do with your kids. And so we thought, man, this would be a great name to have for a homeschool convention because um, you bring your children home with you and they're around, around you all the time and you reproduce who you are. And that's really what you're doing when you're parenting is you reproduce who you are. Mm. So we just felt like it was a great name. That's fantastic. Now, uh, what's incredible here, for those of you listening, if you don't know um, about Teach Them Diligently, they are one of the largest uh, providers of homeschool conventions in the country now. And uh, they, they're coming up on their first convention for 2020 is right here in February. I'm actually going to be there. I'm really excited to be a part of it. And uh, that's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, but but uh, how long ago, David, did you start these conventions? And what, what um, 
caused you? I mean, you this is a huge undertaking. Uh, you, you're in seven different states now this year. Is that right? Yes, we are. And uh, uh, we were in seven different uh, locations last year. And uh, the we actually, the conversation I was describing earlier uh, happened in 2011. I uh, was in corporate sports marketing um, in March of 2011 and was getting very antsy, I guess we'll say. And I was also working as a volunteer president for a mission board called Worldwide Tent Makers, um, which is a, a mission board that is based off of Acts 18 with Paul, Priscilla, and Aquila being tent makers in Corinth. And um, I was a volunteer president, and the mission board had kind of gotten to a point where it just wasn't going to go much further with me being a volunteer president. It was demanding more of my time. Mm -hmm. And we were looking for businesses to start. And uh, we got the opportunity to start these events. And when we started them, we didn't want it just to be a place for parents to go and buy homeschool curriculum. It was really important for us to present the gospel through these events and what it meant, you know, what did it mean um, to disciple your kids? And um, we think about the Great Commission as starting in the home. So your home is your Jerusalem. And uh, one of the statistics that a lot of people talk about today is the, the point that, and depending on who you talk to, it's either 60 or 80% of Christian children when they move out of the home, they are leaving the church. Mm. And we really wanted to attack that number in a big way. And we wanted parents to engage in the discipleship with their kids and not outsource it. And so we didn't really want the event to be just about homeschooling, you know, the academic exercise of homeschooling. We wanted it to be about discipleship. And so we started these events. And um, they have taken off, and people have really responded uh, amazingly to them. And we get hundreds of testimonies every year after the events of the way the Lord has worked mm. um, in these events. I mean, and it's everything from uh, a mom one time was uh, describing a situation where she had packed her bags and realized that she had bought a ticket to teach them diligently. Um, uh, months before, and she left her bags on her bed, and she came to teach them diligently, and she heard a session basically um, uh, regarding the most important phrase in your family, and it was the phrase was "I'll never leave you," oh, wow. and it just it just cut her and it cut her to the core, and she went back home. She unpacked her bags and. Um, you know, she's still with her husband today, but it was just like this perfect timing for her. And so you have situations like that. There's been teenagers that have been saved in our teen program. Um, we get, you know, probably eight to 10 um, I, every single year that come to know the Lord through the teen program um, to just parents just needing kind of that refreshment. They're worn out, they're tired, and 
uh, they just need a, a, you know, revival, I guess we'll say. And they come to the event and it just um, gives them what they need. So we're very excited about the events and how the Lord's using them. That, that's so, so uh, yeah. We st- yeah, we started with one event in 2012. Then it went to three events and it went to four events and went six and we've been doing seven the last two years and they are all they are all in the spring um so uh the first event this year is the end of february and we'll go uh till the until mid-june uh in georgia well so you are going to be very you're going to be very very busy it's a sprint that's for sure it's a sprint (laughs) Okay, so if you're listening, make sure you keep David and Leslie Nunnery and their family in your prayers because um, they've got all kinds of stuff going on. TeachThemDiligently.net is the website, and they've got uh, they've got conventions this year in Nashville, Tennessee. That's in February. Rogers, Arkansas in March. Waco, Texas in April. Mobile, Alabama in May. Denver, Colorado in May. Columbus, Ohio in May. And Athens, Georgia in June. And uh, my question for you, David, is, hey, where's California on here? How come, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm here in Southern California and I've got to fly to all these places. I, I want you to come to California. <laughs> you know, we have looked at California so many times and, uh, you know, we're, we're on exactly the opposite end of the country from where you are now. We're, we're in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. So uh, that's a long ways for us to go. That is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'll be praying that the, that God uh, moves on your heart to to come to to California. We we need we need teach them diligently here. I promise you. But I wanted to, I, I, you know, when we come back because we're we're about out of time here on our first segment. But when we come back, if you're listening, I want to talk to um, David. If if in his uh, family, you know, they originally were, uh, as far as I understand it, David, you actually your kids were going to a private school, but you ended up deciding that you wanted to homeschool. And I love how you have this huge emphasis on discipleship and um, how significant that is, because that is really, I think, one of the critical issues here. So parents, if you're out there listening and you want to hear a little bit more about discipleship and how do you really get your kids to fall in love with Jesus, how do you get them to really um, own their faith, um, stay with us. We're going to be right back and we're going to talk more with David Nunnery of Teach Them Diligently. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. If you need to buy an affordable, reliable used car, truck, or even an enclosed trailer, call Conover Tires Wheels and Service in Oceanside. For tires and car repairs you can trust, call Dan Conover and his team at 760-439-1631. Honesty, integrity, and quality service. They're ASC, BBB, and NAPA certified. And they're proud supporters of Educate for Life. Learn more at ConoverTires.com. Check out their great reviews, 760-439-1631. 
How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org, and it's 40 online classes that are all about how do we know the Bible is God's word. So we cover all the science issues. We cover things like thermodynamics and genetics and uh, paleontology and geology. Then we get into how do we know that Christianity is the right religion? There's so many religions in the world. So we look at that and how do we critically evaluate another religion like Islam or Mormonism or Buddhism? And then we look into how do we know the Bible is actually the inspired word of God? Who put the books together? Who, who decided what books go in the Bible? How do we know the Bible hasn't been changed? So we cover all those things. And then lastly, the last 400 uh, unit of classes, we talk about social issues. How do I represent Christ in a culture that's becoming increasingly skeptical? And when there's issues that are up, like, like the issue of abortion or the issue of homosexuality, how do I deal with these things in a way that is honoring to Christ and at the same time is loving people and leading them to uh, the truth of God's word. So check that out, educateforlife.org. My guest today is David Nunnery, teachthemdiligently.net, teachthemdiligently.net. And these are homeschool conventions uh, all over the country, and uh, there's seven of them this year that you can participate in. Uh, Hopefully there's uh, one you can drive to close to you. You can check them out on their website. But uh, David, when we left off last, I was asking you, you know, on your website you have a description of, of the, the, the conventions and something that makes um, your conventions different from, say, a lot of other conventions that are out there is that you have a heavy focus on discipleship. And I wanted for our listeners, for those parents listening out there, um, talk to us about discipleship. How do you define effective discipleship and what are parents not doing today that they should be doing? Well, I, I think that uh, a, a big part of discipleship that parents miss is um, that they need to be growing first. And I think there's a lot of parents that, um, uh, well, when you read the story of John Payton, uh, the missionary that um, uh, was went to the Pacific Islands, uh, one of the things that he talks about as having the biggest impact on him is that when he would come downstairs uh, early in the morning, um, getting ready to go out, and uh, he would see his father um, uh, praying on his knees uh, in uh, his office or in a room. And he would hear him, and he would hear the prayers that his father was was lifting up the, to God. And I think that parents really underestimate the impact that has on their kids. When they think about discipleship, they think about they have to uh, get a particular curriculum or they have to uh, have a defined time of, okay, now, uh, almost like it's a class 
um, in, in school. And uh, I don't want to say that, that that's not important because I definitely do believe that that is important. But um, I think that discipleship can be something as simple as spending time before all the kids go to sleep at night, just reading a psalm together. Or uh, when uh, you get home after going to church on, on Sunday morning, uh, all of you are sitting around the table eating the meal together, and you just ask, hey, what did, what did you learn today uh, in church? Or what is the Lord teaching you? And then having the kids hear from the parents what the Lord's teaching them. Um, I think that is an important place to start and, and not feeling like it has to be something that is a defined period of time or you have to have a particular curriculum or you have to have a book. And again, I'm not saying anything negative about, you know, uh, going and grabbing a commentary. Um, but I think there's this feeling among parents that they have to have a, a a ton of knowledge about the Bible um, or they're not capable of doing, you know, discipleship with their kids or they have to have a a book uh, that they're going to go through with their child or they have to have a curriculum or they can't do discipleship. And I, I think they're actually missing the most important part. And that is that, again, this idea of you reproduce who you are, but you teach what you know, um, you, you are literally reproducing yourself and your kids. And I know that that's really scary. I mean, it's scary to me because I know that my kids sometimes pick up on my faults. Um, but uh, reproducing who you are means that it's just something that just kind of overflows out of you into your kids. Um, and um I think that's one of the main things to kind of think about when you think about discipleship is that it's kind of this overflowing for you. Mm. Um, And that's where it should start. And they should see you growing. They should see you praying um, when there's some sort of a, um, a problem that is happening in the home or there is, you know, something bad is happening. Uh, One of the first things that happens is, is that the kids look to, the father and mother to see how they're responding. Mm. And um, all that counts, I think, as discipleship. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a, a guest uh, on the show a while back who was a, a counselor, and uh, she, she said a, a quote that kind of stuck with me. She said, 60, 60% of parenting is modeling. And she said, uh, it's just inevitable. You become who your parents are. And uh, I just thought, wow, that is a powerful statement. And really, like you said, it kind of scared me. I was like, "Whoa, I really better make sure I'm I'm being who I need to be here." Um, and uh, so that's really good advice. Um, you know what mistakes? Because uh, I I, th- I think that's daunting to us in a sense for some people. They hear that and they're like, "Well." On the other hand, it's very simple. It sounds so simple what you're saying too, because it's like, "Well, it's it's not as big of a deal." I just gotta, you know, maybe be more um, aware of what I'm doing with my time. Would you say, what is the biggest obstacle to somebody doing the things you just suggested? Well, I think there's, um, you know, one of them is, is that you're, you're busy. Mm. Right. And, um, I, I, um, I think that people just, they, they have too much distraction. They have too much going on in their lives. 
And a lot of it's just good stuff. You know, it's kind of like Martha, mm. right? She's, uh, she's running around the house. There's uh, Mary and Martha and Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus. And, uh, and Martha's running around all over the place. Um, and she's serving and she's doing all the things that are just really good. Uh, she's being a servant. She has hospi- uh, hospitality. Um, she's cleaning the house. I mean, all these are really good things, but Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, we're really giving up, uh, the best things for good things. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases we're, we're so distracted. Uh, you know, anxiety is one of those things that is really on the rise. And it's my belief that the reason why anxiety is on the rise, um, I mean, it's like a clinical thing now. Yeah. Um, it's not just, you know, somebody panicking because of a particular instance that's happening. I mean, it's like a clinical thing where they're being diagnosed with anxiety. And I think the reason why that's on, on the rise is because of cell phones. And what I mean by that is you just, you, you never get away from just stuff. You know, you got 24 hour news cycles that are hitting you constantly. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you're hearing about, you know, what is happening today. Yeah. My Um, wife and I were just, my wife and I were just having this conversation that, and I was thinking to myself, you know, it used to be, you would hear what was happening locally, like any problems that were happening. Like if there was an accident or something bad happened, but now it's like you hear what's happening, you know, in, in all the States and around the world. And so it's like, it amplifies, um, this feeling yeah. of, and of, then you have, then you have social networks. Mm-hmm. And so you're hearing about everything that's happening to people that are in your family, uh, that are around you, uh, all of the, you know, your old classmates, <laughs> uh, you're hearing about everything that is happening in their lives. You're hearing about every single person that is walking away from the Lord. That is, uh, being diagnosed with cancer that, um, has had a car wreck that you, you're constantly just bombarded with all of this stuff and you can't, it's very hard to just put it away. Yeah. Um, it's on you constantly. And I, I think that that is the reason why there's just so much anxiety. And I think that plays into all this where you're so distracted, you have so many things going on. Your, your head is being bombarded with stuff constantly. Um, you're hearing all the whispers and the insecurity and the reasons why you're just, you're not sure that you're enough and, uh, you can't get away from it. And I think that that is one of the main hindrances to doing the kind of discipleship that we're talking about where, um, it, it just kind of overflows from you because, there's a lot of people out there that say, man, I really want to read my Bible, but they get up in the morning and boom, they're out of the house and they are just running to work and, uh, or they pick up their phone first thing in the morning and they look at an email and there's some sort of a, you know, emergency that is happening and they have to deal with that. Or, you know, the kids aren't getting out of bed and, um, they, they have to go rush them to get them out of bed so they can get started doing whatever they need to get. I mean, there's just constant, stuff that is happening in your life and agitation. And I think that's a really, um, big hindrance because it takes time. It takes, you know, focus to do, you know, what is needed in order to disciple your kids. You have to focus with them and sit down and you have to put the phone away. You have to ask them what's going on in their lives. You have to look them in the eyes 
you have to be calm. You have to relax. You have to say, man, this is more important than anything else right now. Yeah. And, uh, it's a hard, I mean, it's really a hard thing. It is. And, yeah. um, you, you have to really, um, push everything else out. Um, like actively push it out in order to get to a point where you're able to do this sort of thing. Yeah. Guard your home. That's fantastic insight. I, I, um, I, and I'm sure that at the teach them diligently convention, there are speakers and workshops on, uh, developing healthy boundaries and managing technology and these sorts of things, right? Yes, there definitely is. Um, you know, we're planning on, uh, my wife and I actually are planning on doing a session, um, that is revolving around the priorities of parenting. And the idea is that, you know, what is, um, what is worth, um, putting in the front, you know, and what I'm, what I'm talking about there is, um, that what is worth, uh, what, do, what is the return on something that on your time? Mm. So what is, uh, worth pushing everything else out of your life in order to do this one thing. And you have to look at, okay, what is the return on this? You know, what is going to give you the biggest return? Absolutely. Uh, what is going to give you the, the largest joy? You know, everything is seed and harvest. And so if you plant the seed today, what kind of harvest are you going to get in the future? That's great. And, That's a great um, way to look at it. Yeah. Well, uh, my guest so, today is David Nunnery, yeah. teachthemdiligently.net. And uh, we're coming up on another quick break here. We'll be right back. Stay with us. And we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the classes or some of the workshops and so forth that are offered at the Teach Them Diligently Convention. Who are the speakers that are going to be there? Is it anybody that you know? Well, yeah, there are. There are. There's some pretty big names that are at these conventions. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back. And uh, we'll give you some more information about these conventions. Save money by taking good care of your car. Call Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside. Locally owned and operated since 1991 with all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers at ConoverTires.com. Dan and his team are proud to support Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. They even sell affordable, reliable used cars and enclosed trailers. Conover Tires, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard, 760-439-1631. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. Life insurance is like a parachute. If you don't have it when you need it, it's too late. When your family faces a challenge, you don't want to face liability because you're uninsured or underinsured. Decades of San Diegans have trusted Jim Kelly of Kelly Insurance Agency and Allstate to insure homes, cars, businesses, and lives, no matter where they live throughout California. Your family's needs are always changing. Call to schedule a checkup today. Call Jim Kelly and his team right now, 619-562-9199.
Hey, thanks again for being here. Uh, I'm in Southern California. You're listening to Educate for Life Radio. We're local. We um, we broadcast here in Southern California on KPraise, FM 106.1 and AM 1210 in San Diego and North County. We're also all over the web. We're streaming live on Facebook if you're listening. I, I hope you're enjoying the program so far. We're also on YouTube. We've got tons of shows. I've been doing this for about since about 2015, and we've got incredible interviews from people all over the world testifying to the goodness of God and how God has moved in their life and uh, radically changed their lives. My website's educateforlife.org. Check it out. Uh, there's all kinds of great stuff on there, resources for you to be able to learn to share the gospel, disciple your children, and ultimately um, grow into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ. My guest today is David Nunnery, teachthemdiligently.net. Please check out the website. All kinds of um, co conventions happening this year, seven conventions in 2020 for you to be able to get equipped. There's going to be all kinds of exhibitors. There's all kinds of speakers. And um, for those listening, uh, David, uh, give a little uh, sales pitch here for the, for the conventions and uh, why people should come out to this convention specifically as opposed to maybe another convention and, and what they can expect when they go to a convention. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of activity when you come to a convention. There are probably 15 to 20 speaking sessions that are going on at the same time, all kind of various subjects, uh, various size rooms, everything from uh, the academic uh, a level of homeschooling, uh, unit studies, um, and uh, how to plan and organize your homeschool to uh, cooking, to apologetics, to just getting into um, the, the uh, discipleship. And then our most popular sessions are marriage and parenting. And I think that catches a lot of people by surprise is when we talk about the home and we talk about raising your kids, being a father, being a mother, uh, being a husband, being a wife. Um, because a big aspect of homeschooling is, is that it kind of overflows into other areas of your life and it impacts the other relationships. And uh, people aren't really prepared for that when they start. So we talk a lot about those kind of things. And um, uh, the way the event is described is that it's, uh, it's, a, it's a revival. Um, I actually didn't start with that uh, description uh, of the events way back in 2011, 2012. Where that came from is the testimonies from the event. The families would come back and they would talk about it as a revival. Wow. Um, and uh, people are, you know, they look forward to these events all year long. Um, people use vacation time to come. Uh, so it is not just, hey, come and buy your books. It is an experience uh, for your family. And we have stuff uh, not just for uh, the homeschool mom, uh, but uh, we have like a men's breakfast uh, for fathers. Um, and then... We have a children's program. We have a teen program. Uh, so there's really stuff for the entire family. And you've got a huge uh, speaker that's coming. To, that's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, tell us about that. Well, we got Tim Tebow this year. And wow. uh, I, I would um, arguably the most famous homeschooler on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And sure. uh, I remember him with the, uh, the eye black with the Bible verses. Um, back during the national championship games. Uh -huh. um, and he actually talks about 
the impact that that had. I mean, a lot of us were sitting in our house and we were watching that and we were like, man, that is awesome. He's putting, you know, John three sixteen up on his eye block. Yeah. yeah. Gonna look that up. <laughs> and you're thinking how cool that is. And it was, but the impact of him doing that and the response that he, he's still getting letters from people that talk about coming to know the Lord because of the eye black he had on his eyes during the national championship game. And he talks about a lot of that kind of stuff. And so it is, um, I've heard him speak, um, once already and he's, he's great. He's great. He's a lot of fun to listen to. So, uh, we're excited to have him and he'll be in Nashville. Uh, he is going to speak on Saturday morning, February 29th, uh, right about 10 o'clock. Okay. I'll be sure to get somebody to, to man my table while I'm, uh, while, while he's speaking. <laughs> so that'll be great. Well, um, Hey, yeah. Hey, tell us also about, um, you know, how, where did, what's your background as far as, you know, were you homeschooled as a kid? Did you grow up in a Christian family? No, I, I didn't even come to know the Lord until I was 24. Um, and, um, which is a whole nother story. I could probably take another 10 minutes telling you that story. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, grew up in a church and, uh, then kind of, um, uh, stepped away, never came to know the Lord when I was younger. And, um, you know, to make a long story short, the Lord got a hold of me. Um, and, uh, um, I kind of hit rock bottom and, uh, was actually in a church, uh, where they had a, a skit, you know, how sometimes the church will do skits with three and four year olds and the children, the children had worked very hard to put these skits on. And, um, I showed up at a, a church that had a skit regarding Nicodemus and all of us know that, you know, he was, uh, Jewish leader that came to Jesus, uh, in the middle of the night and he couldn't understand what it meant to be born again. He was trying to reason his way to Christ. Yeah. How do I get, how do I get back into my mother's womb? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, basically the Lord told him you have to believe, you know, it's based on faith. Mm. And, um, uh, that was, that was the moment, uh, that I realized that, um, it's not something that you can do by knowledge. It's something that is based on faith. Yeah. And uh, I knelt down in the pew um, uh, at that very moment, came into the Lord. Um, so that was at 24. So I kind of remember the life before and the life after very mm-hmm. clearly. Um, but uh, we have four kids. Um, my wife uh, came into the Lord when she was four years old. She went to a Christian private school. And, uh, we actually, when we got, you know, we were 25 years old, first started having children. Uh, then we worked with a youth group at a church, which was a great experience for us. Um, we actually came away from that experience though, thinking, man, I, I, we don't want to ever homeschool, uh, which is funny to me. Yeah. Um, and, um, we, um, why, why were you thinking that you don't ever want to homeschool? Well, it just, um, it, we had a lot of the wrong ideas. I'll just leave it, kind of leave it at that. And, uh, the youth group that we went to, um, it was a third, a third, a third. So it was a third pri- private school, a third public school and, uh, a third homeschool. And, um, we just, 
at that time, for whatever reason, we just didn't feel like it was a, a great way to go. And um, then we uh, um, we had three kids. Um, our youngest uh, uh, was in third grade. And the funny thing is, is that we were living up in Lexington, Kentucky. Our kids were going to a Christian private school. And we weren't overly excited about this Christian private school. And we moved down to Greenville. And when my company moved me down to Greenville, one of the main reasons why I was excited about moving down to Greenville was because we were thinking, man, we could finally put our kids in a private Christian school that we want. (laughs) We're so excited about this particular private Christian school. And it's a good private Christian school. I, I have nothing against it. And our kids had a really good experience. My son was in third grade. And then all of a sudden, the Lord just started working on us again. We just started getting really uncomfortable. And um, we weren't mad at the teachers. We weren't mad at the school for any reason. What happened was, um, again, a, uh, a pastor that was not a homeschool person made the statement in our Sunday school class, um, you reproduce who you are, but you teach what you know. And for whatever reason, that just hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, it really knocked me over. And it led to this thought process of, okay, if I reproduce who I am and my kids, um, I want them around me as much as possible. And at the same time that I was thinking that way, uh, the Lord was working on my wife independently uh, and she started thinking about homeschool. Now, again, the funny thing is, is that we'd gone from, ah, I'm never going to homeschool to now all of a sudden the Lord is working on us. And it's like, we can't get away from it. It was like this agitation, we're very uncomfortable. Um, and, um, uh, we finally ended up talking about it and it was kind of like this, you know, light went on really the Lord's doing this. And you know, you're thinking this way too. I can't believe that. Yeah. And, um, we, um, uh, you know, again, to make the li- a long story short, we decided to bring the kids home and we presented the idea of bringing the kids home to the kids. The kids were, and we were almost presented like, okay, we are thinking that we're going to do this. We feel like the Lord's leading us to do this, to bring you guys home. We were expecting them to resist us a little bit and they were pumped up and excited. They were like, when can we do this? Um, they were ready to go. Like we presented it in like November. And so we were coming up on a Christmas break and they were like, okay, we're ready to do it next semester. Um, they couldn't wait to get out of going to going to private Christian school and they had friends there. Yeah. And, um, what finally put us over the edge was this aspect of discipleship. It was, you know, uh, uh, the kids, were given to us by God, um, their heritage. Um, they're not a, a hindrance or a burden. It's a heritage from the Lord and you pour into them, um, everything that you can. So the Lord gives you something you give it out to the, you give it right back to them. Yeah. You pass it on to them. And the best way to do that is through homeschooling. So, and, so, uh, you yeah, know, th- that's fantastic. So, there's a lot of people out there, you know, who have misconceptions about homeschooling. You said you and your wife had misconceptions about homeschooling. 
um, you didn't want to do it originally. And there's also a lot of people out there who have a lot of fears about homeschooling because they're thinking to themselves, um, I don't think I can do this. I don't, I, I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough time. I'm not, uh, you know, th there's so many different things. You know, I don't, I, I wouldn't know where to start. I don't know how to teach multiple grades. I'm, I can't do high school. So when we come back, we have one more segment left. My, my guest today is David Nunnery. He's going to answer some of these questions, some of the fears people have about stepping into the homeschool world and um, how to handle those and, and maybe alleviate some of the uh, pressure you might be feeling if you're sitting at home thinking to yourself, is this something I should do with my kids? Um, stay with us. We'll be right back. Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Life insurance is like a parachute. If you don't have it when you need it, it's too late. When your family faces a challenge, you don't want to face liability because you're uninsured or underinsured. Decades of San Diegans have trusted Jim Kelly of Kelly Insurance Agency and Allstate to insure homes, cars, businesses, and lives, no matter where they live throughout California. Your family's needs are always changing. Call to schedule a checkup today. Call Jim Kelly and his team right now. 619-562-9199. Life. I'm your, your host, Kevin Conover. My website's educateforlife.org. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. We've got all kinds of interviews up on YouTube um, with guests from all over the world dealing with all kinds of things. I've got a, a fantastic interview up with Dr. James Tor, one of the top 50 scientists in the world. He gives an incredibly uh, amazing uh, discussion about the impossibility of evolution. Uh, really, really great interview. Got interviews up there with uh, people like geologist Steve Austin who talks about the evidence for a worldwide flood from geology. We've got uh, paleontologists up there. We've got uh, people who have talked about uh, a Muslim who got saved over in Egypt because he had a supernatural experience with Jesus Christ where he actually audibly heard the voice of God um, and he gave his life to Christ right there in his room as a, as a Muslim in Egypt and now shares the gospel all over the world. His name's Daniel Messiah. And so many other uh, amazing interviews that will really encourage you and also provide you with a lot of answers to questions you might have about um, how to live the Christian life, how to walk with Jesus Christ, um, how to know the Word of God. 
So um, check that out if you get a chance. My guest today is David Nunnery. He's with teachthemdiligently.net. He founded this back in 2012, went from one homeschool convention to now seven, um, one of the largest providers of homeschool uh, homeschool conventions in the United States. And I, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, incredible amount of resources and support for you as you um, train your children to walk with the Lord and you disciple your children. So, so David, you said that you're you and your wife originally um, had a lot of uh, skepticism when it came to homeschooling. Uh, what kind of misconceptions do people have about homeschooling? And um, what are some of the fears that, that you could alleviate or, or uh, kind of encourage people with? Well, I think the, uh, the first one, like the one that is the most prominent is this idea of, uh, am I enough? You know, it's kind of like this, uh, am I enough question? You, you hear various forms of it. Uh, they, they don't believe that they could handle, uh, uh, the teaching because they, um, uh, didn't, you know, they don't have a college degree or they don't have an education degree, or it's something along the lines of the relationship with their kids or, um, you know, whatever, they just don't believe that they can really pull it off. And this is a question that, uh, not only hits them when they start homeschooling, but it, it usually hits several times or, you know, often while they're, they are homeschooling in various forms. And, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, uh, basically my answer to that is that there's nobody better to teach their kids than the mom or dad. Uh, they know them, uh, better than anybody else. Um, again, uh, uh God gave them to you. Uh, they live in your home. Um, and, uh, you're the best one to teach them. Um, so I think that that is probably the number one misconception. And then, then from there you get into, uh, other issues like, you know, socialization, you know, am I going to have a weird homeschooler? Um, uh, and, uh, that's just not true. It may be there was some truth to that back in the 1980s and early 1990s, but there is just no way that's true now. Uh, there are so many opportunities, so many resources. Um, there's so many different things that you can offer your children to give them the opportunity to be around other children. But the other thing that you really need to ask yourself is it what are you trying to socialize your children to? Mm. Um, because if you send them to a public school, what are they being socialized to in that case? Especially um, now it, with all the access uh, like on smartphones and so forth, uh, it just seems like it's kind of opened a Pandora's box. Um, and, and there's more to fear uh, from the peers than ever before, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, children need their parents. Um, and I think that, that that gets lost a lot too, you know, especially when they, they, the children get into middle school, um, parents start thinking of their role as really being diminished and, um, they don't realize just how bad their kids need them mm-hmm. and they need to see you, uh, constantly. I think one of the statistics I've seen is, is that on average, uh, in the U S a parent spends 34 minutes a day with their children. Yikes. 
And yeah, I mean, there's just, uh, they need you and they definitely need you more than 34 minutes a day. Uh, they need you more than three hours a day. Um, and uh, they need to know that uh, they are a priority in your life and that you choose them above anything else other than maybe your husband or wife. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, they, they need you. And uh, uh, so the socialization question is basically um, uh, your children want to spend time with you and they need you. And so spend the time with them. And um, I have found that uh, it has basically developed in our kids and us wanting to spend time with each other really more than anybody else. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, yeah. I, I wanted our, our listeners to also know that, um, you know, this was birthed out of your heart for people to know Christ. You're a part of uh, Worldwide Tent Makers, uh, the, the ministry Worldwide Tent Makers, and um, you're also, uh, tell them about what you're doing in Poland and how, um, I, I read on your site, it says that that um, all profits from the Teach Them Diligently convention will go directly into mission endeavors. So we, um, so Worldwide Tent Makers was started back in 1987, so it's been around a lot longer than Teach Them Diligently. And uh, I've been the president of Worldwide Tent Makers since uh, 2010. Uh, and the purpose of Worldwide Tent Makers is stated as pre- to prepare, promote, and place self-supporting witnesses worldwide. And it's basically, you know, it's based on this idea of using the marketplace for the gospel and the relationships that are built in the marketplace and the touch points that are created through the, through, you know, the marketplace to push the gospel through. And it's based off of Acts 18, where uh, Paul with Priscilla and Aquila were tent makers uh, in Corinth. But, you know, as many of us know, uh, Corinth was not the only place that he was a tent maker. Um, Arguably, he was a tent maker in Thessalonica and Ephesus, but he was probably a tent maker, you know, all over the Mediterranean world. There's, uh, um, There's evidence of him mentioning working with uh, Barnabas. And so, uh, anyway, so the, the, one of the main tenets of using the marketplace for the gospel is providing for a need. Um, and, um, one of the needs that we discovered, I had, I got a phone call, uh, long ago from a Polish national. Um, and he was desperate to go back to Poland. And he wanted to be a missionary. He was in seminary here in the U.S., and he wanted to go back to Poland uh, to be a missionary. And we started looking at English as a second language as a potential for entering the country with some level of a business. And we did a survey uh, trip over to Poland with them. And again, to make a long story short, it was funny because we were meeting with business people over in Poland. And it was like everywhere we went, it was this, this topic of preschools. And I know it seems funny being a homeschooler and starting schools and preschools. Um, and quite honestly, I don't know how I feel about the idea of preschools necessarily. But the main tenet of, of, um, of the marketplace, you know, marketplace ministry providing a need, is met in Poland through these preschools because everywhere we went or on the survey trip, 
people kept talking about preschools. And what we found out is that parents were signing their kids up for a preschool when they were babies in the hospital. They, there was a two-year waiting list to get uh, into a preschool in Poland. And then we also learned that um, the Polish people wanted their kids to learn English at an early language. English is, is seen as kind of a gateway to prosperity there. Mm, yeah. But they don't want... Um, they don't want British English and they want American English. So, you know, oh, I guess they want, you know, their, their kids to talk about, you know, televisions rather than tellies and, yeah. <laughs> you know, that funny. kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, we decided to go ahead and start, uh, a preschool in Poland and we started it in October of 2012. And the other thing that, um, we learned through our research of Poland is that it's a very difficult mission field. Uh, the percentage of evangelical Protestant Christians in Poland is like 0.03%. Wow. So in some cases, I mean, it, it's a lower percentage than what you see in a lot of the two 1040 window yeah. uh, countries, you know, restricted access countries. And the reason why is because it is Catholic. And when I say Catholic, it's like Orthodox Catholic. Mm. So we would have camps in Poland uh, for teenagers. And the parents, when they left the camp, uh, would take the Bibles away from the teenagers and they would burn them in the backyard. Oh, my goodness. Um, So it is very, very Orthodox uh, in Poland. And so the... Yeah, that's a a fantastic... Yeah, go ahead. Well, so, so uh, we started these preschools for the opportunity to run camps because it develops relationships. And we see anywhere between 20 and 50 salvation decisions every year over in Poland through these camps. That's awesome. So if, if some of our listeners are interested in supporting what you're doing, um, can they, can they uh, get more information at WorldwideTentMakers.com? Yes, they definitely can. Uh, and they can email us at office at worldwide10makers.com. Okay. Uh, we are constantly looking for ESL teachers. Um, we bring ESL teachers over from America. That is awesome. Um, well, I'm, I'm, there's, I know so, there's a lot of people that are interested in doing that, that sort of thing. We're just running out of time here. Um, but David, I just wanted to say thank you so much for uh, being on the program. I love what you're doing, and I'm really looking forward to being a part of the uh, Teach Them Diligently uh, conventions. Uh, we're excited to have you, and um, it is uh, right around the corner. I think that uh, we are less than a month away from the first event. I think it's like 27 days. Yeah. And yep. we're going to be together at Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, um, and there will be thousands of homeschool families there in Nashville. That's going to be um, a blast. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's great. Okay, well, I'll be praying for you. If you're listening today, I hope you enjoyed the program. TeachThemDiligently.net is David's website, David and Leslie Nunnery's website. Uh, You can also check out my website, EducateForLife.org. I'll have information up there also about the conventions and uh, all kinds of resources available to you as well. I hope you have a fantastic Friday and a great weekend wherever you're at. Uh, Just know that God loves you and uh, that that, uh, Christ wants to bless you as you walk with him in a relationship with him. And if you haven't made that decision, there's no better time than right now. God bless you. Have a great day.
Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit educateforlife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-97.